Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you always, when you find a girl that you like a porn with one girl, it's the only video that you've ever seen this person, maybe it's a college rules, maybe it's a, you know, that's it. Yo, you're never saying found she's a one it. and done. She's a one and done video. When the circumstance comes, if it's been three years, if it's been five years, and you finally, someone finally comments her name. Do you always how first how happy do you feel and then second do you always browse all of her work in the same next moment meaning you drop whatever you do Uh yeah I, I think a lot of times it's like finding the golden nugget and I th- like let's say you got to go you got to uh you got to go to lunch you're like I'm going to watch the, my, a quick favorite before I go to lunch and then someone comments her name, and then you Google it, and you're like, oh, my God, there's like 10 videos. Oh, bro. Do you cancel lunch? Dude, I, I'm showing up 45 minutes to an hour late and coming up with uh, a savage excuse. I, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of tardiness that has come as a result of the dick in the hand, dude. So much tardiness. <laughs> it's like That should be a work excuse. It's, it's like my norm. Hey, I got to call out. I got a dick in the hand. It, it's my norm, dude. It's like my comfortability. That's my pattern. That's my... Like my everyday yeah, yeah. is beating off. Some girls wake up and do yoga. Yeah, exactly. I, I beat off, I'm late, and then I get in my car, I feel like shit, and, and that's like a, a rush for me. It's like driving and being like, oh, God, that was... But the, you, you almost need to leave. You, you need <laughs> yeah. to leave the house. When you like, uh, are, are stuck in your beat off shame, you, like, getting in your car and driving somewhere is actually the best thing that you can do. Yeah, because it's easily... Once you're in shame, it's easy to stay a second night at the hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go for round two. <laughs> it's the, what is it? The beast you know is easier to digest than the beast you don't. Whoa. Yeah, bro. That's that fucking Jordan Peterson, bro. 12 rules for life, bro. Managing order and chaos, dog. Dang, that sounds weird. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so I want to bring up a couple more questions. Uh, one is a callback. Uh, so we'll get into these two things. You did. Uh, do you want to talk about your fun time on Friday night or do you want to keep that PC for the kids? Oh, no, listening? dude. I'll fucking I'll, okay. I'll divulge. I, uh... So a couple, a couple weeks ago... Uh, we didn't talk about how uh, we have a friend in comedy who's very uh, doing well. He's our age. It's that kind of thing where like you expect him, great guy. And then we both got texts out of the blue, um, being like, "Oh my god, dude! I haven't thought about yeah. you. You're my best friend. You're gonna make it big in comedy from this guy." And I read the text and I was like, "I mean, he's a great guy, but because of it was so much love and one out of the blue text, I was like, oh, this guy's on mushrooms.' Oh yeah, and I was like, I guarantee he went through a dopamine uh, ride and texted all of us this. So the next morning, I called you and a couple other friends. I was like, "Hey, did you happen to get a, a random text from this guy last night?" Because I knew everybody was gonna think it was a personalized thing and everybody i called was like yeah what the fuck and not to shit on him it's a great thing to do but it's just fun to burst that bubble it's honestly better that he texted more people that you know what because more people got the love i will say this 
There are. I, I understand gender. <laughs> I broke your heart, dude. I understand gender equality um, and all that. We're all the same. But the difference between men and women is the fact that there is zero chance that I'm going to reach back out to him and be like, oh, I fucking I heard you sent that to everybody or exactly or exactly the response in the immediate sense of, oh, I bet you sent this to a bunch of people. Get the fuck out of dude. If I wish you a happy Thanksgiving, bitch. I'm saying happy Thanksgiving. Don't, yeah. don't you dare respond with how many girls did you send this to? Suck a dick. I hope you overdose on tryptophan and never wake up. We Terry Shivo your ass. That's disgusting, dude. That's a disgusting way to reply to a text of like, hey, I hope you're doing well. I was just thinking about you. And you're going to say, how many people did you send this to? Fuck. Well, that's because they've been they've been hurt, I, dude. And they don't tr- they don't trust a they don't trust a, a fuck boy on the streets right now. I don't give a fuck if I wrote the wrong name in the header and it's copy and pasted. You say thank you like <laughs> a human being, and you go about your fucking turkey day, dude. I hate that shit. I really do. That is my I, that that disgusts me. When you fucking, hey, I hope you're doing well. I was just thinking about you. Um, have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you're going to respond with, how many people did you send this to? Oh, you're a shit person, dude. You're a shit person. And, if, and I know I've talked about this, but if, if we're in a group setting and I go to say hey, and you're like, oh, now, you're, now you want to say hi. What? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Or the, uh, uh, I get this all the time. I always say my name to somebody when I meet somebody new in New York here in comedy or like even see them again because there's so many millions of people, even in comedy, you're like, oh, no, you know, this guy's going to forget me. So I always go, hey, my name's Charles, dude. What's up? They go, oh, yeah, we've met several times. And I'm oh, like, dude, dude, it's just, just, it's just, what's this moment for you? It's just why, why? Yeah. What is so, the point of what you're saying? What is, what yeah, exactly. is the result of you saying you, you know you you know what you should do and I'll, well, I'll probably try this is next time something like that happens is uh say the word uh so where do we go from here <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> exactly just i'm gonna i'm gonna try that next time somebody goes uh gives an asshole just go uh, uh so what do we do now yeah so yeah sh- should we just fucking kill ourselves you, that's what i that's how i think i win arguments or at least uh always stay confident in arguments like say you know your mom's yelling at you or your girlfriend or you always make them keep talking yeah dude well you you do that very well you give your squinty bullshit eyes and you just (laughs) nod your head like a fucking devil and you let somebody talk themselves out dude yeah fucking lean in against the rope so anyway, going back to uh, from that original text, identify. I mean, we don't know if the guy was on mushrooms, but let's just say, yeah, well, it's, you let's know, just say, let's just say he was. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, uh, your, so, your boy. Here's the thing. This man. is I got a text. You sent me a mushrooms text, mm-hmm. and I sent back the mushroom emoji, which I oh, thought was very smart and funny. It was awesome. I loved it. It was very. Fu- I'm sure it was very funny to. Say. How did that feel on? So Mike sent me a. Uh, a very nice loving text to where I was like, oh yeah, this guy told me he was going to do on mushrooms. And then I sent you the mushroom emoji on echo effect. Oh, I loved How did it. that feel being high? I loved it. Me being like, I know you want shrooms right now, <laughs> dude, dog. I'll tell you what, bro. I 
get no better rest than when I take mushrooms. It is a reset button. I do it once a year, maybe year and a Can half. Can you fall asleep easy on it? Oh, dude. Like when it's time. Yes, dude. A hundred percent. Because it's not necessarily like a fucking drug, bro. And, and yeah. I, so I planned this trip out. I fucking made sure I had a good set, which is mindset and setting, which is my place. I got a shit ton. I got, I got the amount that people say, eh, you don't need that much. And that's when I know that I have the right amount of anything because my body digests substances very well. And it went off without a hitch. Friday came around. I left work an hour early. I got nothing to do till tomorrow evening. Your boy has his place clean. I got some emergency food. I got some fruity. Dude, my girl got me some fruity, like psychedelic bath bombs, bro. Oh, what a sweet angel, dude. That You know what? That's when you know you found the one. When she's like, here, I got these for your mushroom trip oh, yeah. that you don't when want a girl to take thinks with about, I, Same thing, dude. My girlfriend was like, remember, I'll like... She'll like get me something. I'll be like, what is this? And she's like, you were talking about it last week. And I was like, wow. Bro, I mean, we don't deserve the angels no. that we have in our lives. We don't... Des- I don't deserve it. They're so... Yeah, beautiful on the inside now. <laughs> but I will say this, dude, because it, it, the dichotomy is just so glaringly apparent to me. I, the person I dated before with multiple flaws, I mean, a shit ton of flaws. So I'm going to just pick. Oh, yeah, a lot of flaws. A lot of flaws. You could call her a Coles flaw. <laughs> a whole bowl of Coles flaw. But I will. I, whole side of it. For the point of this podcast, and because brevity is rather important with it being 110 mm-hmm. degrees over there, I will pick one flaw and show why some of you are doing it incorrectly. So. This uh, female that I was dating before, um, let's just call her a fucking horrible uh, Mexican cunt, she would shame me, (laughs) right? She would shame me. That's what I called her. She would be like, oh, you're getting pizza for lunch? Or, oh, are you hungover? Oh, are you not going to the gym today? Oh, did you drink again? Oh, did you do blow? Oh, are you smoking? Jeez, everything's loaded to make you feel like a piece of shit. literally would throw shame in my face. Yeah, no shame throwers. Dude, a part of me was like... Man, this is good because, you know, it's holding me accountable. She doesn't just go along with all my antics. Maybe it's good that she's, you know, kind of making me feel bad about, you know, drinking and doing drugs all night. Maybe that's a good thing, you know? And so, like, I kind of bought into it. I kind of was, like, okay with the fact that she didn't make me feel good about being myself. And she wanted me to be, you know, healthier, whatever it is. Because of that, I would, like have to think of like, oh, I, uh, I had this wonderful salad for lunch or, oh yeah, no, I went to the gym and I just like, wasn't embracing like my, my reality, you know, oh, you were lying, yeah lying or like not feeling good and then feeling extra down about like, dude, you're already hung over and now you have anxiety yeah. about, uh, your girlfriend not liking you because you're hung over. Like, dude, it was just, it was a miserable existence in a, in a lot of ways, dude, it, it truthfully was, especially with the fact that this person uh, was talking out of both sides of her mouth because she would drink with me and shit. Anyway, long story short, she would make me feel like shit, and I was the heaviest I've ever been. I was, you know, I, I still like uh, felt okay, but I didn't like look okay. I wasn't making the right choices for my health. And then I met somebody who, instead of 
tearing me down, just listen to me. Because I didn't want to be fucking doing drugs till five in the morning. I didn't want to be drinking all night. I didn't want to be fucking eating all this shit. And she would just listen to me and, and soak it in and then offer advice as I was seeking it, right? She, she did it uh-huh. with support and love. And because she never like was projecting her shame onto me or making me feel like shit, I am 70 days without a drink or a drug, hard substance. I mean, the shit that was really bad. And I'm fucking lighter than I've ever been. Hey, you're taking mushroom baths over here. <laughs> I'm more in shape than you're I've ever been. You're a changed man. I, I feel amazing every day that I wake up. And it's a result of somebody caring rather than somebody trying to tear me down. Well, you know what? Buy his new book, everybody. Out at uh, Barnes & Noble, <laughs> Mike Enders, From Beginning to Enders. It is weird when I say, like, oh, yeah, I'm sober. And they're like, oh, you just took mushrooms on Friday. But that's not that was never the issue. The issue is... Then maybe you have to say you don't drink. No, dude, because I'm, like, not... I'm not doing anything. I, I, took, I took mushrooms as, like, a psychedelic experience. And the best part about mushrooms is you don't ever feel like you need more mushrooms. You're, yeah, it's true. No, well, some people take a lot of mushrooms, dude. Dude, well, yeah. Uh, dude, the fact that there's people that are microdosing this shit is... Yeah, what the hell? Dude, What? What? I fucking saw aliens, bro. I closed my eyes. I saw aliens. I opened up my eyes. I was in Puerto Vallarta on vacation. Southwest. Want to get away. And the fact that people are taking this shit and driving to work. Yeah, it's a small dose, but you never know how that shit's going to hit you, son. Yeah. That's nuts, dude. There should not, yeah, dude, dude. Those guys are. I, how are people driving, dude, on mushrooms every day? I think they're doing it in like San Francisco, where you can take the old uh, trolley or whatever the fuck. Yeah, people are microdosing acid. Because oh. I've gotten a lot more comfortable just being really high out in New York City. Oh, you just stoned out of your ass. Yesterday, I was high out of my gut. Before you know it, you you come to one place high. Check out a show. You're outside. Someone's going to whip out a joint. Another person's going to be like, I got mine. And then, you know, you're in the Snoop Dogg circle all of a sudden. And now you're looking at the mean streets, the hot, humid streets of New York like, man, I am afraid. But I have to pretend I'm not. I mean, are you smoking pens? Yeah, the pens, the joints. Last night was just a rotation of a... It was kind of like the evolution of weed. Somebody had a a pen. (laughs) Somebody had a, a joint. I ate a brownie. I put CBD into my eyeballs. I put a nug up my asshole and farted into some girl's mouth who drank it out of a martini glass. Dude, they have CBD bath bombs now. You can take a yeah. bath and get high. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Spike Jones documentary. CBD, the biggest con uh, that that uh, you know the American people ever. Like CBD is going to be the one thing that the Russia Russia is in control of that uh, takes over the you know that destroys the U.S. I I don't understand it. I don't like the pens i think the pens are extremely just synthetic feeling when i smoke a pen i feel like i'm high but also maybe high on crack i i don't like yeah, it. okay dude it's fucking 110 degrees outside in arizona i know it's hot in new york smoking these pens dude like you you better have fucking water available dog because i'm i'm gonna pass dude i almost passed out before i went on stage on thursday dude almost fainted i was i was I stuttering my words i was gonna have a fucking stroke bro yeah, the the I was uh, I was very heat uh, exhausted this morning, 
And uh, long story short, you know, I don't have any money on me because I lost my wallet and the bank isn't open on Sundays and it's, uh, I live in a garage, so it's like 120 degrees. So I woke up this morning and just had to wait for my lovely girlfriend to come uh, meet me somewhere and we got breakfast and I was wandering the streets like a zombie, dude. I was like, oh, I think, you ever have that question where like, oh, is this death? Dude. Like you feel like someone's about to pull the, pl- the cord out. You're like, wait, the cord's about to yeah, bro. Be, or, be pulled. Or you're like... You see homeless people in the same regard as you see yourself. I've been I've mm-hmm. been in that situation. I do. I gave a dollar to somebody right before we started this because I felt their pain. Dude. I was like, this chick's out here in the heat, just like me. Dude, I like I I will never turn like a stink eye to homeless people because yeah. there are situations where if I didn't grow up on a cul-de-sac, I I'm not saying I would be fucking doing crack. But there would be times where it would be very hard to find shelter. Yeah. You know? Or that one time I got kicked out and I called you. Like, I, what if, what if oh, I yeah. didn't have you, Charles? Yeah, you'd have to live in your car for a little bit. dicks. I would be sucking cock. <laughs> That'd be so funny that you get kicked out of your house and the, after one person uh, can't help you go immediately to sucking dicks. Well, dude, I think about well, that. Well, I tried. <laughs> I, I, I think about that when I, uh, my, my phone dies and I don't know where to go. I'm like, dude. I, Fuck, I, I'm going to have to suck a dick. I need to suck dicks and eat assholes. <laughs> you need to go to the Apple store. Hey, I'm here to uh, <laughs> yeah. suck a dick for a new plan. And then they press one of the walls and a guy's and a glory hole opens up when <laughs> you know they press the <laughs> dude i fucking eat an asshole at the apple store bro uh yeah and it's not even a real it's just they press a wall and an asshole appears <laughs> so it's not you don't even get the fun to see the cheeks dude you just gotta lick the weird uh fuck, spiral fuck the push to open push to start i, I know I hate it really makes you think it really makes you think the product is space age but it's not dude i just a nice handle is all you need. You want yeah. the, the fucking push shit. It, it's disgusting, dude. I hate, I hate push to start cars more than anything. I hate them. Oh, yeah. And, and they're like, they're going to be every. I mean, there's, no, there's almost no more key in the ignition cars anymore. And it yeah. sucks, dude. Because it's, I think it's because of R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> they got to cancel ignition. I mean, I remember Wiz Khalifa saying, no keys. Push to push stop. To st- and then the beat dropped, so it was like, oh, that must be cool because he said it because right when the beat dropped. Right. And then push to start. you realize, like, oh, that comes in a 2012 Ford Focus. Yeah, that's what's this, this guy's driving a Hyundai. Yeah, my, my dad. This guy's glorifying in a Elantra. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I went to the. Uh, the gr- Hubcaps. <laughs> Four wheels. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know what it Old is. Old tires got it from my dad. Paid him in cash. Hyundai, four doors a day. All right, the bit died, but, but I tried. I went to uh, I went to the grocery store, dude. I'm telling you what, man. I it. If you do something for yourself that you don't want to do, and this is Mike's motivational hour, motherfuckers. If you haven't realized already, but like just little shit, like you know what. I, I woke up last Saturday. I had an awesome show the day before, but I woke up on Saturday and I was like, you know, I'm going to the fucking grocery store today. I'm buying groceries. I'm cooking my food. That's what I'm doing. And I roll up to the grocery store and I see some dude like park far away from the other cars as if, you know, nobody parked by me. It was that far away from the other cars. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm watching him and then I look at his car. I'm like, bro. That's a fucking Nissan Altima. Like, 
It, yeah, it's clean. It's probably a nice 2016, but that's not a park away from other people kind of car. That guy's a, well, so maybe that guy, maybe that's his, he's like, I can't afford to fucking fix this. <laughs> he's the guy that, you know, when you see somebody that gets in an accident and they just drive around with their, the passenger door conclaved in and you're like, this guy doesn't have any bro, more money. Bro, that's me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I got my fucking, I, uh, I was whipping around a gas station four months ago, four months ago. And this, this fucking thing came out of nowhere. It was so embarrassing. Bro, because people are walking into the gas station and then they hear Tadush, and then it's just me running into a fucking pole like an ass. Oh my god, that's so funny! Oh, it was terrible, and it was you're the idiot, dude. I have a black car, and this was a white painted pole. And so, uh. when it happened, it looked it honestly looked like the marshmallow man came all over the side of my vehicle. Jesus. It was, it was just so stark. The contrast was so stark. I got most of the paint out, but your boy's passenger door is caved in and it's $600, uh, deductible to fix it. And I ain't got 600. Jeez. So you just drive around. You're the guy. You're going to have to park far away. (laughs) Yeah, bro. But, uh, everything, everything is, is turning and trending upwards and I couldn't have done it without you, Charles. I couldn't have done it without my, my family. I have a new niece. You know, I just want to be healthy for her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, I have somebody who looks up to me and I just want to change for her suck it you know what's always uh fun to do with that is uh i always uh like say somebody has a baby and then they post the old like i'm losing the pregnancy weight and then like a couple you know they're not going to and then you see them every now and then but like i like to have like that nice like you see them a month later and obviously they're not hitting the gym you just go oh how's the gym i remember you posted about that oh wow just like a nice little question that's like Damn, How is that? It seems like you're interested. It seems like you're interested in their hobbies, but you just want to be like, "Hey, throw some light <laughs> shade, dude." Are you my ex girlfriend? Is that what's happening? It's just fun. I don't do it to people I like. Did we date from the year 2017 to 2018? Is that what happened? Hey, man, I'm just saying, if you want to ruin somebody's day, you got to think. <laughs> you got to make sure that you're not the enemy, right? Exactly. Oh, but dude, there are so many people that are good at saying something that you can't argue with. But you know is mean, and you sound like a crazy yeah. person when you're like, "Oh, I know that. I I know they were talking shit. What did they say? Well, they said hello, but the way they said hello, I knew that they well, were." Well, then you, yeah, then you. That, that's how you you got to ask a question back. You got to be like, "Was that rude? Did you say that in a rude way?" And they're like, and then they can be like, "What?" And you're like, "Oh, I, I don't know. I just thought you were being rude, but why would you be rude to me?" What is the they, yeah. what is the male equivalent of resting bitch face? Hmm. Do you guys have that? Are there guys that just look like dicks? It might be uh, it might be resting chief face when you see a guy and you're like, oh, this guy thinks he's the fucking chief. Yeah, dude, the chief, bro. I I love I love being called chief. Uh, I don't know if I like chief, but I know what a chief. I know a chief when I see a chief. <laughs> just say that. But you don't. Would do you like being called boss or no? I think I do, definitely don't like boss because I think there's a certain type of person that says boss, and it's a guy I never want to get. I never know. I never want to know. I think. Uh, I, I think I. I take Sub those boss. pretty well. I, I like being called boss, man. If a, a black homeless man <laughs> has nothing else to offer me, call me boss, and then you know we'll we'll go Ooh, on our separate ways. But I, I got a homeless story. Oh, I want to hear. It, bro. So some hobos, when you deny them money, 
they try to just go. Uh, they try to have a. They go Kanye West on you. They try to have a speech. Right. So they you they go. Hey brother, can you uh, spit a little bit of change? And you go no. And then they go Kanye and they go. Well, let me just say this. Well, let me just say this. And uh, uh, here's a, here's a something that this ever happens to you. Uh, it's never something good. It's never gonna change your mind. Yeah. Well, you're never just... gonna walk away from a, what a hobo said. Like that guy. That guy changed my mind about gay marriage. <laughs> uh, it's always fucking something absolutely evil. Like, uh, so this let guy, me just say this. Uh, what? It's like, a, well, this is what this guy did. Is I'm in the I'm in the subway. It's 11 p.m. at night. This uh, black, ripped, like jail ripped homeless guy. Older, but still, I mean, absolutely built. It's worse when you're old and built because you're like, how did you preserve? Right. And you got ripped when you were homeless. How did that happen? Bro, What's it's your the diet like? Jeans, bro. Like some people are just built athletically. Dude, this guy was buff and homeless. How many? Car- Where do you find the carbs? <laughs> this guy's stealing loaves of Dave's bread. And he's, uh, still, he's still meal prepping. This guy's eating bread from pigeons. <laughs> is how he's getting those carbs in. He's got to work out. Then he's got to go work out to get the bread away from those tricky, tricky pigs. Do you have a dollar but, uh, or maybe some uh, pre-workout or yeah. apple cider vinegar? <laughs> I got to shred, bro. We'll work. Yeah, you have, you have a couple of bucks or maybe any creatine. <laughs> Somebody gives him some bread, and he's like, dude, I'm cutting right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so this guy, he come, first of all, he's very scary just because he's jacked and he's ripped and he's old. And he goes, brother, give me a dollar. And I was like, no. And he gets in my face and he goes, let me just say this. Let me say it. And, uh, Is he in Game of Thrones? And I, dude, I was waiting for this guy to just knock me out. Nobody said, those are finishing words. Those are villainous. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that guy's about to pull into my chest, rip my heart out, and then become me. Um, which would not be a good thing because I live in this goddamn garage. He'd be, even, he'd be living a, a worse lifestyle. <laughs> At least this guy can sleep in Whole Foods like I wish I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's the worst is when you would prefer the homeless treatment. I oh, was yeah. thinking about that today when you were at Burger King. I was like, damn, dude, people are probably going to get pissed at Charles for just like sleeping at Lord Burger King. But if he yeah. was just homeless, they would leave him alone. Exactly. You can't you can't do something homeless and look normal because then people are like, "Who's this fucking asshole?" <laughs> but if you stank like another country, right? Yeah, because people if, are gonna let you, you sleep if you there. Look normal and you're sleeping in Burger King. You're just being a pompous asshole. Yeah, you're just you're the, the same thing as like the texting and the driving, man. I swear to God, if you die when you're texting and driving, people hate you, bro. Oh yeah, people fucking hate you. But if you if you murder somebody and then you get hit by a car, they're like, "Well, he was a good guy." Yeah, exactly. He just lost his way. Yeah, he 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 went off the tracks. But I'll tell you, at one point he was on him full steam. <laughs> um, so this homeless guy, he does a speech. He looks me right in the eye, and I somehow muster up enough uh, grit to look him right in the eye, and I go, "What?" And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, he's gonna deck me. And I'm just ready to fight this guy and, or at least get my ass handed to him. And um, he goes, this would have never happened if you didn't scratch my brother's face. Whoa. Even more evil. Even more evil. Ooh, that's some I'm expecting to die right now. That's a, I mean, you have to engage in Mortal Kombat after something like that. I mean, exactly. There, you can't just walk away from a, you, it just wouldn't have happened. 
Oh, bro, that's like, yeah, that's like the uh, a quote from The Last Samurai or some shit. Yeah, that's something you say right before somebody gets avenged. Yes, that, yeah, you travel across Somebody's the country. Somebody's about to get avenged, and he, and I'm the only one here, so it looks like. Yeah, bro, that, that <laughs> sentence is the last five minutes of every movie, I feel like. This guy apparently has come a long way to say these words to me. <laughs> I didn't know this guy's been hopping trains, stealing horses, fucking cowboys' wives with me on his mind. Bro, that's some fucking Joffrey Lannister types. That's yeah, Game of what Thrones. What the fuck? Bro. Those are words that would activate you if you're a Jason Bourne. You scratched my that's where brothers. That's where Jason Bourne starts, and then the movie is getting back to that point. Oh, you should have said, I'm sorry, but I forgot my nail clippers at home. <laughs> what I, well, yeah, I wanted to, what I really wanted to do is I wish he would have punched me and then I would have went to block it. I played this out all in my head is I go to block the punch and then by blocking, I accidentally scratch his face Ooh. and then he goes, oh, my brother warned me about you. <laughs> and then I could have been like, and I'm coming for your goddamn sister too. If you guys don't get off my trail or what, you know, whatever it is. Damn, uh, but what I, I wanted to be like, man, I should have scratched his face. Because he would have never expected me to scratch his face, right, dude? Fucking on some Jafar shit, or uh, who's, exactly. the, who's the Lion King? Yes, is it Jafar? Exactly. Yeah, I go, I put, I scratch him, and I go, "Long live the king!" And I throw him <laughs> into the stampede, yeah, bro. But my uh, my question but I throw is, him into a subway. What happened after you? What after he said that? What was your response? So he he, I looked at well, I looked at him, and I I just immediately turned around and started fast walking. And uh, then he's just in the background going, oh, you little, you know, cousin, you motherfucker, you stupid motherfucker, you scratched my brother's goddamn face. And then there's another guy coming down the subway terminal, and I roll my eyes and look at him and go, uh, get ready. Oh. And then uh, and then his his episode starts, but I give him a warning, this, which is. Yeah, uh, he, he sees the other guy, he goes, this wouldn't have happened if you didn't sprain my grandmother's ankle. You son of a, yeah, he's just trying out last words. Dude, I came a long way to tell you about my cousin's forehead. I uh, I got a text, and this is a, a definite change of pace. I got a text on Saturday morning that shook me, bro. Uh, this is this is a it's a deep story, bro. Fucking three years ago, and I'm sure you've heard about this guy because I've talked about him a few times. I met a guy in a hotel. His name was Poopsie. And he was the most interesting man I've ever met in my entire life. He was a, he was a, a pretty straight-edge guy, but he had had issues in the past. So his stories were fucking insane, dude. Absolutely insane. He was in Arizona. He was visiting a friend. We were staying at the same hotel. I, we met him on an elevator. We hung out with him all, fuck, all fucking night. He, was, he wasn't drinking, but he was doing cocaine with us. So uh-huh. whatever that is. And he had the craziest stories. I mean, dude. What's his name? Toot, Tootsie or Poopsie? Poopsie. Damn. Why is it Poopsie? Because his, uh, I think his last name is uh, Poop. I think his name is Greg Poop. I'm serious. And uh, he was a fucking good dude, man. He, would, he was a really, it was somebody that impacted me. He, I, I, he talked about like different scripts he wanted to write. And dude, by all accounts, he was a pretty normal guy. He was probably, I, I don't know. He was less than 40, dude, for sure. And he was like just in town. He was visiting. We hung out with him. We met his friends. They were normal guys. Um, he was an interesting character and you could tell that he had a pretty crazy past with the booze, but he was like, he was a good dude. And 
I stayed in touch with him. Uh, I would probably call him like every six months. What's his Instagram? Uh, it's, uh, his Instagram is Greg Trip, dude. Greg Trip. Damn it! It's not. A, it's not a. It should have been a play on Poopsie. What the fuck? No, dude. Well, I. I mean, he's got a kid and shit. I. I think he was probably trying to shed the Poopsie. Uh, but is <laughs> trying to wipe the poopsie name clean. This man's name is Greg Tripp, and he is a fucking special man. Very special. He, he, I would call him every six months. We would have these long talks. He would tell me how proud of Oh, you send him a mushroom text, huh? Dude, he, he would tell me how proud of me he was. He was a fucking good dude, man. And I woke Sounds like this man was your real dad. Dude, I woke up, bro, Saturday morning from a direct message from a lady who I've never met before. And she sent me a picture that I had taken with Poopsie. And she said, hey, this might sound really weird. And I promise I'm not stalking you. But you have a mutual friend in Poopsie. And he passed away in, ah. in 2018. And I am here looking for some answers. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. First of all, huge rest in peace and very sad. He was a great man. But rest in poop. Rest in poop, bro. But secondly, why am I receiving this message from a stranger as if I have the magic clue to the death of Poopsie? You're the, you're the, missing, you're the missing link, dude. You're the fly on the shit that they were looking for. And you know what the sad part is? It's like... You have to think, did I have something to do with this? You had to like think in your head, like, did I kill Poopsie? Is that what happened? Do I, am I <laughs> wanted for murder? Uh, you know, I had a drinking problem. So there are times I woke up and I didn't know what happened. Did you respond? Did you say, I'm 70 days sober? <laughs> and then she said, you did mushrooms on Friday. <laughs> I, uh... I, I fucking, I don't know what to say. And, and then I, I wrote back, I was like, oh, I, that's awful news. He was so amazing. And then no response. So what well, were that's you, it? what were you really looking for, lady, is my question. Wait, maybe I do have the fucking answer. You're just going to give up? You have to, you have to bait her and you'd be like, hey, Poopsie left this note that I have that tells me a couple of different things. And it also includes the deed to his house. Yes. I, um, I, I'm so sorry to hear about Poopsie and I don't have anything, uh, of substance, but he did leave a map with a, uh, big X, uh, in the Cayman Islands. I don't know what that is. Is that a places he's fucked? Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the, the coordinates. Uh, dude, isn't it crazy that in in the world you can be given degrees and know exactly? Like right now, you are at fourteen point ten point thirty degrees west, yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah, isn't it? That's fucking wild, dude. We have it mapped. Like Columbus found America, thinking it was India, and that was four hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow. He thought well, that America. I think it was 1492. Oh, he sailed the ocean blue. So it was fucking 500 years. Whatever. It was a, not that long ago. He thought America was India. Yeah, and then he saw brown people. I mean, and, and now if you find if you lose your iPhone, you could go on find my phone and be like, oh, some person stole it uh, two feet away. Yeah, oh, it's poops, actually right uh, here. It's poops. It's in Poopsie's car. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
It's fucking, dude, technology, bro. We've just come such a far yeah, way, bro. Wild. You know what's funny is that Columbus thought he found America and then he saw brown people and he was like, oh, yeah, these are Indians. And they're like, no, we're not. And he's like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, dude. I, I You're the only brown people we know of. I can't tell you how lucky I feel that he didn't find India. India has, what, two billion? How many billion people are in India? I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of people over there. Dude, the fucking roads. Guess, I wonder how many phones are over there. They're all on the phones. Their, their roads look like Coachella, bro. I, like, it's a fucking party, dude. It's, it's, there's pigs in the road. There's fucking hyenas in the road. Let's see. How many people in the end population? Let's see. Did you mean to search for smelly browns? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 1.3 billion. It's oh, okay. Th- it's three times bigger. Think all the people in America. It's three times bigger than America population wow. wise, and it's smaller. It's fucking packed. That's a lot. And how, dude? Are they just constantly fucking? Well, how are there so many people? Dude, that's a lot of people. That is, dude. And I do they get their? Uh, do they get uh, circumcised? I don't know. I've never asked. Think about all that foreskin, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of extra calamari. Dude, they should fucking... That's what, that should be the new thing, man. I, I agree with protect the animals, but I want these girls wearing foreskin uh, coats. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> Michael Kors. Our, our, shir- our shirts are made... Are you foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> our shirts are made from 100% Indian foreskin. Indian... <laughs> Indian foreskin, bro, if you a true vegan. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm looking for a new washing machine. I'm trying to find a polyester setting, a cotton, and an Indian foreskin. Damn, Charles. Oh, you don't... I hear what? that siren. What's going on with that siren? Dude, there are sounds outside my neighborhood where I'm like, let's just say I pretend it's the 4th of July a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Dogs are fireworks. shitting everywhere. A lot of fireworks in the sky that, uh... It, it's uh, it's actually it's animal cruelty if you set off fireworks. Yeah, because they're afraid they're of afraid sounds. Of I'm like, yo, we're afraid of scary movies, and we find that enjoyable. Why is it? Why is fear automatically a bad thing when people are showing up in drones for the purge and a quiet place? That's a re- dude. That's a badass bitch right there. Well, that's bro. why I think somebody wants to. Uh, you want to be scared, but you want to be in a safe place, like getting choked during sex. Oh, I get that. I, yeah, but the dogs are in the fucking safest place, dude. They're fucking being well-fed and taken care of. I, I'm just saying I think that it's okay for dogs to be scared of fireworks. And then they shit a little bit. Now they're a little <laughs> bit trimmer. And now they're fucking, they, they're, they, they have more self-confidence. And then they go out and they get a good companion and they get a good job and they work hard towards that promotion. I think that fireworks should be mandatory. For dogs? For dogs. Yeah, I agree. That'll probably help them finally go. You'd see more dogs with jobs, and that's what we need in this country. More more dogs with jobs. Yeah, there's too many lazy ones, dude. We need more fucking... They're living off the system, dude. We need more service dogs, bro. I would love a service dog. That's the closest thing to a servant I'm ever going to get. Dude, uh, I sent you a picture of the, the fucking gayest thing I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Do you want to uh, you want to take this moment and uh, and shit on Mike your boy? Uh, on mushrooms? While Mike was on mushrooms, he uh, went into a self analyzation period and wrote 
on his whiteboard, be an artist, and then send it to me, hoping that I would somehow be inspired by this. And it was just some shitty corner of his whiteboard written in red pen like it was incorrect. Dude. It said, be an artist. Like, and I just, I was like, this guy is so gay. Well, do you want to know the worst part is? It wasn't even my whiteboard. It was my outside patio door. So it can't even come off. Oh, my God. I can't. And it looks like the B B and the and are so close together. It just looks like it says bean artist. That's so funny. Like an artist of beans. (laughs) Bean artist. I, I can't wait for the next tenants to who was who was bean artist and then under the bed frame you had carved in rip poopsie. <laughs> You're leaving clues, dude. Wait, hold on. I, I apologize to all our listeners, but I am in a record heat wave in New York, and I live in a garage with no AC, so I have to turn the fan on just a little bit. Well, let's let's wrap this up, Charles. Okay, let me tell you one more story about uh, I saw Lion King the other day, oh, and I wow. want to take you through the trip that I had to take. To get there. So this is, a, this is a tale of how you realize you're your own idiot and you can't do anything about it. Is uh, We play in the movie theater. Okay, My girlfriend and me, we're going to see a nice little movie in the morning. She sends me the address to the movie theater. It's in Manhattan. I live in Queens. And I wake up. I plug in the address. Something was wrong with the address. So I take these trains and uh, I end up in deep Queens, which is like uh, I was a 20-minute train ride away from Heather. Now I'm an hour train ride away from Heather. I get out of the train, walk a mile. I'm in this industrial complex. Like I'm in the fa- like I, I walked by where they keep garage trucks. It's in record heat. I'm in humidity. I'm still not connecting the dots in my mind as New York goes from the, the city to Mexico, this place is turning into. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so weird that they would put a movie theater next to the trash truck company. And then I get to the coordinates, and I'm like, oh, I'm in a Grand Theft Auto part of town where I get shot. And uh, You're the modern-day Christopher Columbus. It's a, yeah, it's 110 degrees. It's the most humid, humid day of the year. And then I have to call my girlfriend and be like, hey, I ended up in goddamn... Arkansas, and then I had to put in my headphones, play Nipsey Hustle, jog a mile back, <laughs> take an hour train ride, sweating my goddamn ass off, show scratch up, a guy in the face, scratch a guy in the face, give a hooker a dollar, um, then show up to the movie theater drenched in sweat, get hit by the cold AC of the movie theater, immediately get pneumonia, sit in the leather seat, slide down and off of it, make a big scene. <laughs> Get up, apologize, pass out twice, and spoil the end of the movie. Still happy that James Earl Jones was the the lion, uh, you know, the Mufasa though. So was it good? It was, was a, a good, good movie? movie. It was fine. I mean, I gotta, I gotta check it out. I'm it still felt like, like it went a little too it. fast. It, it, as felt, soon as it felt like, like honestly, they didn't change anything in the movie. So the movie is the. If you haven't seen it by now, I mean. Have you yeah, seen it? Dude, spoil it. No, I haven't seen it, bro. I'm still upset about Black Ariel. I can't fucking go yeah. see a, a Disney original film yet. The movie is the, the Simba's supposed to be the king. His dad gets killed. Simba runs away. He has a great time with Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, then Beyonce's character, Nala, finds Simba and goes, you need to come back. And then he goes, I don't want to come back. I'm having a great time. And then he decides to come back and he defeats everybody and takes over the kingdom. So it's like... 
Simba had the best life of everybody because the Mufasa gets killed and then the village that he's supposed to be a king of goes to shit and everybody starves to death. And over Simba's over here eating bugs and living La Vida Loco with yeah, Timon and Pumbaa. Dude. And then he decides to come back whenever he wants. Fucking he's a slacker. Son. Yeah, bro. Fuck, dude, I've always hated Simba, dude. I've, I've always... He took a 10-year hiatus. Dude, I like Pumbaa, baby. Fucking, they call me Mr. Pig. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that one wasn't in this. After you send a nude, is the three dots. I feel like Snapchat has ruined the nude photo game. Well, because you can just send those now. Right. What am I going to do with a five second nude you photo, just though? Shot it and just say sorry. You just have to own up. Put your, what do you do with your other hand? Give it a thumbs up? Yeah, you know, you got to flex it a little bit. I've you know when you hold grocery bags, it felt so violated. Yeah. It felt like a naked law and order. You, how many nudes have you sent? Um... Oh. 